0: Welcome to Kind World, from WBUR. James, my son, he took his guitar everywhere with him, whether it was slung over his back down at the beach or it was out in the woods. He'd start playing and he'd say, oh, do you think he could put the words to it? we would sing all kinds of music, constant laughter between us. My name is Kathy Carlson, and I come from Ipswich, Massachusetts. I couldn't find the guitar. It wasn't anywhere and he sat down and he said I have to tell you that I sold it and I sold it for drug money and it was the worst mistake I ever made because I feel like I've lost part of myself. That guitar was his voice. James told me himself that he was a heroin addict and I said everything's going to be okay. I took him to rehab I checked on him every morning at 7.30. That morning was the only morning I never checked on him because I heard him brush his teeth, he was whistling. I got up around 9.30, I'm like, geez, I don't hear James, that's weird. And I went in and he was sitting in his desk chair. His eyes were open, but they were rolled up in his head and they didn't show any reaction to light. And he was very, very, very cold. I knew right there that he had gone. James was 19 years old when he died. I have some very, very short video clips on my iPhone. 33 seconds of him playing the guitar, sitting in a field. I just woke up one morning and said, I've got to find that guitar. I called Guitar Center myself and said, my son sold his guitar to you. I'd like to know what happened to it. They said, we can't tell you anything. So then my good friend said, let me write a pitch for a story. The editor at the Eagle Tribune, he decided that he would allow a story to be done about the guitar. I had picked up the local paper, the Lawrence Eagle Tribune,
1: and saw the headline, Finding James' Guitar. My name is Heather McQueen. I live in Methuen, Massachusetts. I've opened and closed that article more times than I can count. I haven't lost a son, I haven't lost a child, but I've, you know, I lost one of my friends to suicide. You know, she had talked about this guitar and that when that guitar was gone, it was like losing her child's voice. I've lost my voice too. And after a pretty dark period, I just got it back last year. I kind of made it a mission, if this is the last thing I do, I will find this guitar. I had messaged my friend, hey, do you still work at Guitar Center? And he said, yes. I sent him my article. Take a look at this and then talk to me. And he's like, it breaks every rule we have. A couple days later, he texted me and said, I have some good news for you. And rules are not, three days we had tracked it down took me a good couple hours to be out of shock. I called her. It went to voicemail. Hi, Kathy, my name is Heather, and I was wondering if you could give me a call. Um, I kind of had some good news for you.
0: <laughs> Two minutes later, she called me back. I was skeptical. How could anybody have found this guitar this fast? Tom Labby is the gentleman who bought my son's guitar. I drove up the driveway of Tom's house, walked into the kitchen, and across the table was lying my son's case and there written across the case was James Carlson in his writing and the minute I saw that I sat down at the kitchen table and started crying. I have friends but what Heather did for me was more than anybody else that I've known for my whole life would ever do. If she was able to read into that article That I wasn't just looking for a guitar, that I was really looking for part of my son. She already knew me.
1: Right now, we are sitting in the living room at Kathy's house in Ipswich, and I am, for the first time, holding her son James' guitar. You strum it. You know how to play. Um... Never thought I'd be playing it. Pretty intense. I have a mother, and I'm not looking to be someone else's child, but sometimes people fill those places. We both lost a piece, and we can sit next to each other and say, You're here, I'm here.
0: James and I were so close. I was a musician, and every night before we went to bed, we'd get in this big bear hug, and I'd pat a rhythm on his back. He'd have to match it exactly on my back. The night I brought the guitar home after finding it, I lifted the guitar up and I put it on my lap, and I wrapped my arms around it, and I put my head in the crook of it, and I said... Okay, James, you ready? And I start patting it, and I say goodnight. It feels just like him. I don't know what I believe, but I'm hopeful that when my time on this earth comes to an end, he'll be the first person I see. Because it'll be a lot of years of hugging guitar It doesn't hug back and so i'm hoping i'm going to get that rhythmic pad back again i'll get that hug i just don't want to let go this time i just don't want to let him go
1: You can find pictures of James, Kathy, and Heather at WBUR.org slash Kind I want to hear your story. Email me at KindWorld at wbur.org. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast to make sure you don't miss an episode. I'm Erica Lance. Thanks for listening.